British Strongman Podcast, episode 20 or 21. I can't quite remember. So I'm going to go with 20. I think it's 21. Is it? Uh, episode 21. Um, so we're get, gaining some momentum here, Shane. We're getting into the 20s on the um, the episodes. I know. Pretty good. That's why, that's why I remembered 21, because last week I remember thinking, fucking hell, if we've done 20. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And um, I think, think it, we've got into a nice little... Little routine. I think this um, this time work, works quite well. How is it working for you? Yeah, well, I'm sure everyone who knows me knows I'm a night person anyway. So I don't know what it is. I come alive at like eight o'clock at night, and that's why I don't sleep till about three a.m. because I'm sat up thinking stupid shit all night. I tell you what, last night, <laughs> last night, genuinely, I couldn't sleep because I, I went to drop them plates off at yours, and I seen Hicks's reverse hyper. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. He's got this reverse hyper that's a GHD reverse hyper from Wolverson. Right. I've seen it and I was like, that's fucking, that's really good. And I was thinking about it all night. So at 3 a.m. I got up and tried to order one, but they're out of stock. <laughs> I just couldn't sleep. And I was like, I need to order that, that fucking, that GHD reverse hyper. So I snuck, snuck my phone <laughs> in the corner and Shannon was asleep <laughs> it was like on Wolverson Fitness. And then they were sold out and I was pissed off. So then I was like browsing every single gym website in the world trying to find one but I didn't find one but then I had to just go to sleep yeah but by the way guys it's uh, it's 2am here we uh, meet at 2am to <laughs> uh, Shane's getting high as we speak um, oh, yes I forgot I forgot my video right so uh, f- first little topic that I want to discuss actually in, in fact let's um Start with the second thing. Well, we'll go with. Um, <clears throat> so now we've just had the announcement that the gyms are going to be open on 25th of July. So uh, hopefully people will be getting excited for that and getting ready to get back into the old, the old routine or the new routine or whatever. Um, so Shane, what do you think? What what advice would you give to people who are going getting back into the gym? who haven't been training as much as they wanted to over uh, over lockdown. Basically, the lazy fucks who've not made some at work. What would you um, well, say to these? Well, it just so happens that I may have wrote a COVID comeback 2.0 ebook that's been released. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. No, that is a good plug. I was like, as soon as you said it, I was like, I'm going to plug this ebook. <laughs> but um, no, um Basically, what I outlined in the ebook was a slow introduction for four weeks into training, which is basically starting off at three days a week, the first week, going into four, four days a week, slash your normal frequency the next week, and just starting off. Um, this is the thing, when, people, when you have a long break, I've had a lot of long breaks throughout my training period. I mean, even now you could class, I know I'm squatting, but you could class this as a break from the upper body. And the thing that you people underestimate is how little you need to get a bit of results. And um, like, say you had a 300 kilo deadlift before lockdown. If your first session is 120 uh, for five by five, it'll probably feel like you did nothing, but you'll wake up and you'll be pretty beat up the next day. So I, the thing is, you, got, you say this, this is the right way to do it. It's never how I did it. I just went in and went ham. But, um, you know, you, you, the safest and most sensible way is just a slow reintroduction with a bit of volume, going through the movement patterns you want to go through, ticking everything off in the week and f- feeling the end each session the way you're not, you're like, oh, is that it kind of thing? You know, you could do more and then carry that on throughout the weeks and slowly build on it and it won't take long to be uh, like for example harry that uh, trains with me he um he couldn't train throughout the whole of lockdown pretty much um didn't want to like nip out and go to different people's houses and stuff as well with jim mcquitman because his partner was still working and obviously he didn't want to like give it to her and everything so yeah he didn't train for probably eight or nine weeks on the squat the first squat session didn't go look didn't go bad but it felt heavy you know what I mean like 120 130 kilo felt heavy five weeks into training I think he is and he squatted a five at max in sleeves all-time PB like on Friday so it doesn't take very long to come back just don't rush it and be sensible that's all I would say really 
Yeah, I think um, what some people might underestimate is the fact that if it's been training for a couple of years and pretty consistently, pretty hard competing and stuff like that, that don't get me wrong, it's not not exactly what you'd recommend or optimum, but I, I think that a lot of people are, are going to have got, who've, who've kept generally active, I'm not saying tra- trained, but um, like getting rid of, got, got rid of niggles and stuff like that, you know, actually having a Like break. a healthy lifestyle for a bit, yeah. Yeah, like having, having a break from uh, like, say, lo- loading up your spine all the time and stuff. And um, I, I, to be honest, I, I noticed it, being brutally honest, I noticed, noticed myself like a couple of weeks into lockdown, because I got out of my old routine and whatnot, that it, I'd got to like, it, because I completely immersed myself into the kind of lockdown thing of training in the garden and stuff. I did eight weeks solid, um, even though I could have come to the gym because I didn't want to be this coach preaching to clients, oh, you can do it, blah, 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 when I'm when I'm like training in a world-class gym by myself. So... I immersed myself in that. Um, and I realized that <clears throat> from changing the routine, it got to about eight weeks and I had like a little niggle, I don't know, like sore elbow or something like that. And I wanted to press. And I was like, oh, I'll have a painkiller, like an ibuprofen or whatever. And I, I, did, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't find one. I didn't know, like, went to the shop. <laughs> They'd sold out and that. And I thought, fucking hell, it's been like, it's been like two months since I've even thought about having like, since I've even had like a little niggle or anything. Yeah. Um, so e- even though I'd been training and uh, training pretty, pretty hard and consistently, but because like, um, we just got, got out of the thing of training, um, obsessively, like repetitive with the same events for the, for a peaking for a comp. Like, like actually yeah. just the gym. I think you're always like, because you're in the gym as well, you do your training session in the gym, don't you? But then you'll just jump in on stuff for like all throughout the day, you know? So that's... I don't, I don't, I don't often do that. Do I've that. seen you, you're teaching weightlifting and next minute you're doing max clean or something in the background. So, so when you're not, when you're not in that job environment, you're just in the garden, all you've stuck to is like a good structure, haven't you? And you've had a break from all those extra... You say what you want, I know what you like. You're always flipping tires or something randomly, just <laughs> lying around doing stuff. Yeah, but it, I suppose I've na- narrowed my scope really, and uh, just been like obsessively training, say deadlift and like floor to overhead variations, basically. And, and that's me- gone well though, hasn't it? Like, talk about your free twenty then. But what, what's the way do you think that's come from over this last? Because you the three oh five wasn't so long ago, was it? Was it three oh five? Yeah. So what would you say? Did 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 you, did you change anything up to the three twenty or? Um, well, well, I've, t- I've tried tried a new suit um, that that seemed re- really comfortable. Um, but it, but I just think j- just generally putting in the putting in the fucking hard miles consistently and just cracking on with it and um, it's mad it's mad looking at what I've noticed recently as I've like leveled up on everything. Um, because I've looked and I've seen like my program from like three, even like four months ago, some of the, some of the numbers that was doing in the cycle in like deadlift cycle or whatever. And I look back and I think fucking hell, like that, that'd feel easy now. Like actually mad. Like look at like, say, <clears throat> I don't know, like say six sets of two at two ten raw deadlift or whatever that, I, that I'd look at three months ago. And I'd be like, fucking hell, this is like a big session for me. And I just feel like I could like I could do that like right now with little warm up or whatever, which is I suppose you know individually how your how any given weight kind of feels in your head, don't you? Like yeah, like like in in my head pre lockdown, like raw two thirty is like a fucking scary weight for me that I might not even I might have a on a bad day I might I might I might miss it. That's how I've nearly done ten at it now, though, haven't you? Yeah, where I feel like I could, I feel like I could do maybe two thirty for eight or something with like raw now, which um, is like absolutely ma- massive. But what's been great is the fact that even though nobody's recommended it to me and people are saying I'm fucking 
crazy. Like a bit, I've been, what, what is it? De- deadlifting five times a week for well, five, five or six sessions a week, really, for whatever, 14 weeks or something. Yeah. 12, 13 weeks or something like that. Like basically, <clears throat> and just dead specific, lifting from the floor, nothing in terms of, uh, well, well, I have the I have the, mon- the the Monday session, the first session a week, the week where which you pro- you program me for, which I'll just fucking hit the numbers that you you say to do, and then the so that I treat that as like my max effort day where I aim to give myself a bad back and <laughs> yeah, no, not really, but like I, I push up push harder in terms of like RPE or whatever, and then the other days are just basically. Like like I said before, like stuff that's going to be tough and I'm grafting, but I can do if my, like my back's aching or I haven't slept or I haven't eaten or whatever. Like you can you can still hit the numbers, and just be, just basically done done the work in that whatever last four four to six months that would probably take most people a couple of years really. And, this is uh, a good answer because the reason why I asked you that. Is because I was thinking the other day, when you got to 300, well, 305, ever it was, I know, I know you've changed suit and stuff, but to me, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't equate. It's not like some people could go, oh, you just put the jack on and I just pull 320, but it just doesn't work like that. You yeah, well, just cut, like anybody who follows me on social media or whatever, just look at my raw, my raw I'm uh, unsuited. unsuited yeah, that, but that's going up as well, isn't it? And you, you've, you've oh, hit yeah. 320, and usually when people get to like, not a plateau, but a number that's like, a, you know, the 300. They yeah. go like, what do I have to do now to get up? And they think of all these things they have to do extra, whereas in actual fact, you've just stuck the road and just continued through and just continued. Yeah. It's taken four months. You've not, you're not like, like some people, this is where some people turn to peds as well, is they go, I'm at 300 now. What do I need to get 320? I'm going to have to take this or you know i might maybe need to go up a weight class or sometimes people just forget that strength is acquired over time and so simple man like i haven't even been doing like um assistance exercise well sorry i haven't been doing like any weak point addressing or whatever it's just yeah yeah yeah. been fucking pulling from the floor i've been doing no like back accessories or can I borrow you, can I come and borrow your lap pull down mate or can I do load of wide grip chins to strengthen I haven't even done any fucking upper body training actually just <laughs> um, uh, just lock <laughs> yeah just just lock just well I don't even I don't even use upper body for that really it's just leg drive and drop isn't it yeah <laughs> um so I, I can't fucking curl more than 10 kilo but I can deadlift free to a um <laughs> No, but but basically, I'm I'm just saying that. Say for the, again, for those listeners out there, and I would will say that at any level, really, like you could sit. We've said it to before about novices and um, even intermediate lifters getting um, keeping it simple and just progressing and not overcomplicate it and just be consistent. But I suppose proving getting from like say that 300 marker that a lot of people are at to get to 320 at this kind of weight class it and and to be honest Shane like my mindset hasn't changed I still like fucking don't enjoy deadlifting I still think I'm shit at deadlifting but which will change when I get to compete and stuff I'm sure um I think though I know we've got way off topic here but I mean, I've said it to everyone because people keep asking me who I think sort of England's and that, and I say you every time, and they also think that you've grown into the deadlift, especially the strongman deadlift. You've really refined that, and I don't see why. You know, you fucking you're natural. You've been training like two years or something. You know, what I mean, I don't see why you can't take the, the world record under ninety. Obviously, training and time dependent. You, you're quite tall for a ninety, aren't you? So maybe you might get to the point you outgrow it a little bit but i don't i don't see why you can't hit 340 next year or 350 or whatever it's. Oh, de- definitely mate honestly de- de- at the end of the day like i just look at it like fucking what, what have i done to get from 300 to whatever 320 i've just done i don't know 20 25 of those stupid cycles of, <laughs> of like i just think 
the thing is that cycle now heavy enough that if you looked at it first time round, you'd be like, "Oh shit!" Or is it not progressed too much? No, it's it's just fine. It's not even it's not even hard, honestly. Yeah, but would it be hard? You, the, the ones you do now, when you've added all this weight to your deadlift, the cycles you run now, are they quite different in terms of weight to the first time round or not? Yeah, but I'm stronger, and it, and it's just and it and it's like because. This is the this is the key for me, right? I was thinking about it the other day, right? And, and again, we've just gone off on a tangent, but nobody knows what we're meant to talk about anyway. So no, I'm pious. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, I was think I was thinking about this, right? And I'll give you a moment to think about it, right? Me? Yeah, I'll give you a moment to process it. What I'm about to say, right? You might need five moments. That's fine. Um, uh, Eggman's going to get you. Um, so. I was thinking the other day that volume, I think people deadlift and do their volume too heavy and too high intensity generally, right? And then I think that people generally do like say the the max effort and go ham stuff often too light in my my opinion. Um, So, I think that that's what I that that's what I've managed to do well over the last whatever six months or whatever. You pick on my brain, you know. You pick on my brain every time. <laughs> I love it because I'm fucking like in my head. I'm like, like I've I've never I've never seen I've never seen this written down or anybody talk about it or anything. Yeah, no, that's why it pisses me off. Because I'm like I like knowing everything, and I'm like I don't know. But I've, I've just I've just no, noticed this thing where where I feel like I can I can like switch on for I, I, well I think. I don't think I'm why any much different to anybody else, really. I think we've got this ability to really switch on for like a small window, and um, that it can be quite like. Also, it's fun to use, isn't it? Going fucking, going ham, doing a fucking <laughs> three rep max at nine RPE, oh! and then we end up doing two and fucking snapping ourselves on attempting the third. But anyway. But then, um, but basically practicing getting in that zone that you're going to be when you're competing as well. Like, because it, <clears throat> I, I think I think it's very, very, I think there's a massive skill to it in terms of firing up that nervous system and switching on um, when you need it. And it's such a finite resource that I think training at quite high intensities, yeah, it does have, it, it does have its uh, merits and stuff, like doing three sets over, I don't know, whatever, 80, 85%. But I I almost think that there's a lot of benefit to doing like, say, one all out set, maybe say on your main deadlift session, for instance, you know, like say, I don't know, 90% for two or whatever, or 85% for three, three to four or something, whatever. And then doing the back offs, instead of doing like, say, five by five at 80%, that's like a legit workout that people might, people might get and novices might be lifting and into whatever. Like if I did five by five at 80%, being a reasonably good deadlift in that, like it would just fucking murder me, absolutely murder me. Whereas if someone says, right, go, right, go ham for one set, pick a three rep max, five rep max, seven rep max, whatever. And then you're going to do fucking 83 sets of three at 40%. Like, I could do. I could do that, Josh. Right. I'll be honest with you. I'm fucking literally just stared at my mouse for three minutes. I have no idea what you said. <laughs> but <laughs> second thing, I was trying to say before before I stared at my mouse, you pickle my brain because I like to know facts. Like I like to know. I like numbers and stuff. You know what I mean? And you do. This is what pisses me off. I think about. I'm high now, so I can think properly because I always miss these deep thoughts when I'm not stoned. So. This is what I think about at night. It's probably weird. This is shit that keeps me up to 3 a.m., right? Because you do this, it baffles me. It really annoys me what I want to answer. So you do one max effort session on a Monday, and then. Wait there, Shane. I'm going to trip you out here. Watch. Don't trip me out. I've got a serious question here. Oh, the fuck? The light's going off. Oh, shit. Right. <laughs> uh, gosh, right. You're fucking me up. So listen though, because this could this is like some good science stuff. So you do one max effort session on a Monday, and then you have like four other sessions at really low intensity and high volume. So you're accumulating all this volume, but still recovering 
from the max effort session while you're doing the volume so that when you go into the next max effort session, it's still good. Now, the thing that I always think about is I wonder like if you took the max effort session out and just did the volume, what, what would the result be? And I also think like, what if you took away the volume, what would the result be? And then I think to myself, is there an optimal amount of volume per week? Like maybe you do too much. Maybe if you did one less, it might be, you know what I mean? And these are the things yeah, that I think absolutely. about at night. Well, well let, let, let me answer a little bit. So the other way I've tried already, right? Doing max effort. I'm doing, doing the max effort set once a week and doing a bit of volume, doing a little bit of volume on your Monday session or whatever, where, where there's a lot of people who are in this kind of rhythm where they'll do like deadlift once a week and they fucking go hard. Yeah. And then the plateaued. I was, I was at like fucking two six. I I say it to people like, but it's no joke. I went from like two sixty to two fifty in two years and accumulated a bad back from deadlifting once a week. Like my deadlift fucking went down training it once a week. Um, but So doing it without the volume personally didn't work for me um, or made me hit that plateau. Um, <clears throat> doing it the other way around where you, where you do shitloads of volume, I think it, I think it has, a, uh, has a place in terms of a phase because it would give you so like a, a big opportunity to push other events up and stuff. Um, because cause say, for instance, I do like say a 10 by 5 at 50%-ish I could literally do that fucking well while twins are getting the knee sleeves on, honestly. Like it could take like less than 15 minutes to do that and keep the timed rests. And you've got loads of work in there that's just it's for free. Like it doesn't really cost you anything. You actually probably feel better and more warmed up than actually rolling about on a fucking lacrosse ball and stretching everything that a lot of people do. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not discrediting that. That's another topic for another day. Um, but I'm not saying I've, I'm not saying it's the perfect thing. What what I do? But... It's just interesting, it because I've never seen it before. It's like never seen it. It's like a real unique approach, and it's really working. And I kept thinking to myself, I think it'll plateau soon, and then you hit like 280, and I was like, mm, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you'll get 300 out of it, and then you got 300, and I was like. Yeah, I'm thinking you might surely this has got a plateau soon, and then 320. I was like, it's not fucking plateauing this motherfucker, and I just think I just think it's a really good method that is utilised on bench press a lot and kind of on squatting places. Tom Martin's very like that as well. Um, just two max effort sessions, though. I think he does. Well, I think it just varies in the person, but for me, I had two max effort and like three really light squats and he blew my squat from 300 to 340 in seven weeks which is pretty crazy um that was high bar and wraps as well as before i even went low bar uh in like two meter wraps that was because he told me off in the comp he was like what the fuck are these two meter wraps <laughs> i was like what the wraps and then um yeah i've never seen it done on deadlift and i just think it's i think it's like i think it's good it makes me think a lot it makes me think about if it's the best way or no there's no, there's no best way but I remember uh, I remember talking to Ben France about it actually, and uh, just just seeing him at seeing him at the gym, and um, I, it was when after I'd lost lost weight and bench had gone from um, got I'd failed like one twenty two and a half bench, and then I had like I was doing like a fun powerlifting comp coming up um, BDFPA or whatever, and then I was like right I've got four weeks. I need to fucking, I can't go and bench 122 and a half at a powerlifting comp. So then I, I trained bench like every day. I did that stupid fucking small of every day. That's really effective, isn't it? Which is another topic for another day. Uh, but my bench went from like failing 122 and a half to 150 paused in a comp, uh, which was br- brilliant progress because it was like legit. I couldn't like 120 was like max effort, like four weeks. <clears throat> and that was over the case of four weeks. And then I said to Be- I said to Ben France, I said, right, my fucking deadlift shit, my back feels like it's gonna fall off. Um I'm gonna use the same I'm gonna use the same approach, the high frequency, um high frequency thing and just give it give it a try, see how I go. And I was like saying, my my back feels shit on the left side from a little niggle that I haven't had for six months or whatever. Um, so I'm going to have to be light. All this prescribed percentages that you light off Pr- Prilipin's chart 
I'm just going to have to rewrite it all because I won't be able to do it because I'll, I'll just injure myself. So I found that level with me being in back hospital um, that, I could, that I could actually train consistently at and actually accumulate skill, perfect practice, repattern new positions because my deadlift positioning has completely changed because I've had to find this position that isn't like excessive loaded flexion where my, where my back pings. So I've done that. And then I got to the point where I was like, fucking hell, I've rehabbed my back. It feels crazily strong. Um, I can put like, and then I was like, like doing the max effort sessions and then getting more out of the max effort sessions and recovering better. And then yeah. my psycho, the psychology, psychological aspect was healing. And then basically now, um, what, what I feel like I get out of the max effort sessions is, is almost like more of a psychological thing. The fact that I go to, I almost talk to, well, I do fucking talk to myself. Kind of like confirming the works, you know, I kind of, I know what you mean, I know what you're getting at. Not, not just confirming that the work's been beneficial, but almost saying, right, I almost, well, I do fucking talk to myself sometimes, right, and I said that, right, body, listen to me, I've put in all this perfect, boring, technically efficient uh, deadlifting where I'm, where I'm protecting the loaded flexion that you don't like, Right, please, please, please let me just have a go at a mong set. Like that, that's literally what I'm saying to myself. And then that mong set that started off like once once a fortnight or something, now I can do on the week now I can do on the weekly and I can go into that position where um where everybody knows what I'm talking about, where you you get the bar to your knee and it slows down and you and you round it over or whatever. And I'm not saying <clears throat> that I'm not advocating that position. But being brutally honest for us guys who compete, powerlifting, strongman or whatever, for general pop, there's no need to do it, is there? And there's no need to strengthen that position, really. For yeah, people who don't mean, You're going to probably be there at one point. But, so. Exactly, exactly. Like, and this is the thing, I don't know if we've talked about it too much, but like, we agree that you're, you're going for fucking, you've got 10 seconds left on a, deadlift for reps and you're thinking oh well i'm going into flexion here my like my hamstrings are fucked or whatever like you're you're going for it you're not stopping and thinking oh no i could have done another but i, but I was rounding my back like most of us are going to go to that position um mm -hmm. on a max effort thing so in my opinion now like you you're actually being irresponsible if you don't prepare that position and actually strengthen yeah. it um so like for me, it's important to me that a small percentage of my work is in that horrible, disgusting position where you where you're really exposing yourself because exposing yourself to that stimulus like is is building that resilience, and that's that's the big thing. To, to be honest, Shane, right? That is the thing over the la probably the last four months. Probably, the, yeah, in fact, during lockdown, right, where I've got to the point now where I feel like I could just go and thrash at any weight and I'm not worried about my back. I'm not saying I will do that because I'll continue, because, like, I've proven that you can actually get really good gains without being a fucking jerk, really, and just 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 not 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 doing anything crazy. Whereas, like, literally, even when we, when we were training together, Shane, and I was, like, fucking... But like shit scared of, of attempting 240. Like, yeah. I, remember, I remember pulling 240 in Hicks's and I was like fucking buzzing afterwards. Like, oh God, I'm, oh God, I've, I've gone, I like my back hasn't snapped. Like, I feel, oh. And also, like, your, your whole presence, like, before you wouldn't have, you thought, like, oh, there's Josh and you kind of like categorizing your brain as strong man. But then now I see you and I'm like, that guy that deadlifts all the time. <laughs> and like you just become that deadlift guy as well and that must like reinforce you no, def yeah. no definitely definitely not i disagree with that mate and honestly i feel like i'm just at i'm at the point now where hopefully when next time i compete i'll be getting an even amount of points no i didn't mean i didn't mean it like that you chopper i just mean like something that you that stands out about you being the fact that everyone knows you for deadlifting all the time 
Like oh, I, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't mean that you're only good at deadlifting. <laughs> about the, the method, really. Like, yeah, yeah, like nobody would, nobody would look at you in a comp and go, Josh should do really well on that deadlift before, would they? But now they go, oh, so there's Josh. He's going to, he's, he's deadlifts all the time, that guy. He's going to smash this event. You know what I mean? Like, there are people's approach to you. And that kind of must reinforce your psyche. If you like, you say you used to go into comps thinking, oh, I need, I need to do this on deadlift. Like actually, you did kind of say it to me in the, about English, and I need I want this many reps on deadlift. And in my head, I was thinking you shouldn't be putting a limit on this because I think you're just gonna on that day, especially when it's time to go. I reckon you're gonna. You, you know, you know what, you know what, Shane, right? That and that, I agree with that to to an extent, um, because I I thought in my head like even three months ago I thought right, oh no no sorry even like even like a couple of weeks ago like what was it two fifty for reps came out and I thought in my head I thought right. At comp, three three would be a PB, um, four would just be mind blowing because I've only hit two forty for four before, and two fifty would just be. Well, in fact, last comp, last comp I did two forty. I think I did three 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 reps. I think so. I was like thinking, oh, squeeze four out. Whereas now, like I'm just blank, completely blanking that out of my mind. I'm not even going to set a fucking rap target. I'm just going to go ham. Yeah, just get strong and just love it, and then on that moment, just rip him. It's gonna be great. That's it. I'm just gonna go, just just go for it, and um, yeah, but we'll, and that and that's what that's what's that's what's changed in my head, like yeah, that, that that mindset shift. Like tonight, like tonight, for instance. So two day, two days after doing max effort in the suit, um. I just, well, I felt, I feel pretty shit today, actually. Like physically, I'm just pretty tired, but whatever. But no one gives a fuck, do they? So, you know, sometimes I forget when I podcast. Like, I had my session today and I thought, right, well, I've got, I've got this time to do stones and then I'll do the medley afterwards. And then I thought, oh, I'll do, you drop those plates off, actually. So I thought, oh, well, I'll have a feel for those plates on a deadlift bar. <laughs> So, so I just went, right, I'm just going to do singles. And I just went 140, 160, 180, 200, blah, blah, blah. Oh. And then uh, ended up doing two, 260 for three. And then, um, and then I passed out at the end. Did you see? <laughs> Fucking f- completely went. But my, my point is, is the fact that I've, I've, I've had comp- that, like three months ago, 220 for one would be something that I'd have to get up for. And I'd have to get everything right and feeling good and oh well I can't fuck about because I've got 220 to pull away whereas whereas now I just feel like like my, I suppose my weight at what I can lift it on any given day has just just got gone up like loads and a big thing it's not just about getting stronger in terms of what you can lift a big thing for me is what what I always say to my clients it's like what 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 you can recover from why and the resilience factor and that for me has gone through the like through the roof with the way that I've tra- way that I've trained and the stupid ridiculous volume that it seems to some people like I just feel like I could I could re- just recover like recover is it like it isn't even something I have to consider it's mad should we talk about uh one thing to wrap up for, for everybody, by the way, because some people, people message me like all the time saying, you're a freak, you're a volume freak, you just do too much volume. Uh, normal people can't fucking do this, like how many reps you're doing, whatever. Like the reason why uh, oh, you're going to get injured, all that stuff, right? So I want people to know and be clear, the reason why I learned how to train like this is actually because I was nursing an injury and re- coming back from an injury. And the reason why I started with the high volume stuff was to actually elicit a response from the tiny load that I was able to lift confidently. So I was starting off with like 40% of my max, 40% of my max. And like, because it was something where I could practice this perfect technique or whatever. And this is the kind of thing that nobody, nobody does because it's too light. It's too yeah. light. You, you write it in someone's program and think, oh, it's fucking pointless. Whereas actually that's, that's rehabbed me physically, psychologically, whatever. So <clears throat> by the, so if, if anybody's interested, um, 
it's uh, 50 pounds for the for the deadlift cycle for a six week six week block if anybody if anybody fancies um fancies joining on it um if you've hit a plateau um you're willing to put in a bit of graft you can train you can train other stuff alongside it you can plug it into your main program just basically um um just basically the, the the numbers and the percentages which are probably different percentages the to what you've used to or what you get off the internet well they are because i've fucking made them up probably a sales um, pitch podcast isn't it e-booking deadlift programs <laughs> um, but ju- just like sh- just like shane will say with any of his programs and uh, any of his coaching like if anybody's interested message me and um i don't want more than three people um but i'll i'll put you in contact with some of the lads who've, who've most recently done it to um to bus through plateau. Some some of them are just repeating it and just rinsing it. So like what are the what are some of the results then? Don't have to like name names, but just because I'm interested, what what's uh, what have you seen? Has everybody responded well to it? Yeah, 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 definitely. There's like since I since I've since I've done it, I've had like probably um like maybe maybe twelve or fifteen people who've like done this done like the same intense block, if you will. Yeah, and don't don't go wrong. We've we've had to make a few tweaks here and there, um, but but I suppose I've had the best results with people who, and f- forget the num- numbers in progression. Most people have hit PBs and stuff, um, but mostly with the like say people decent novice slash intermediate level, um, who have either hit a plateau through just i don't know being a lazy cunt no no not really um but either either like hit a plateau from whatever reason or being injured um through right. deadlifting and that that that's um that's pro- probably who it's going to be best for if you, if you like so um if you if you're a bit stuck on your deadlift and you you're a bit stuck at how to train it because you're a bit worried about how much you can tolerate because maybe maybe you've had a back injury or your back's been sore. Like this is why I created this program um, because it was it was something that I couldn't handle any volume because my back my back was my back was pretty bad. Um, so basically, get guys who there's been a couple of guys who were who were shit scared of deadlifting. One of them was one of them's like he came uh, uh, Jake. Jake, who get, did he come sixth at England last year or something? And he aced, aced, Jake, aced Wright. The, Jake Wright. He, he aced all the, um, aced all the other events, but no rep, the, no rep the deadlift. And he's just, just always got a fucking, always had a bad back. And I followed him on Instagram, and I was sick of him moaning about fucking conventional deadlifting, and um, saying that he's going to give up deadlifts and oh, it's stupid and. He was one. He was like on the verge of giving up with him, and I saw one of his sessions that he was moaning about, and it was like three by five at one ten or something stupid like that. And he was saying how it hurt him and whatever. So then we just just checked, just tweaked his technique with a couple of pointers, and then gave him a basically gave him a program that he could actually go and work on his technique with, because that's a big thing. Is um, yeah basically having the right numbers where you can actually think about cues and stuff and, and technique. So if you're fucking starting a deadlift program and you're even like say five by five at seventy five percent, which a lot of people will have like maybe no problem doing for somebody who's, who's been injured, right? And you're starting a block at that. That is fucking so tough, in my opinion. Well, if, uh, no, I'm telling you, it is. It is. It's fucking. It's it's hard. If you're trying to, assuming that you're trying to change your technique, um, like assuming that you've got injured through poor mechanics or poor technique or whatever. Like if you're trying to re re pattern. Um, so basically, if you're you're that person who say, well, if I go, if I go into a certain position, my back hurts, but then you go into a you go into a different position and you can lift pain free, but it means that I can only lift X amount. Like, you know what I mean, don't you? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. There's. Um, but yeah, but basically, I'll put put you in touch with some of the, some of the people so you can speak to them. So so like Jake Jake is an, an example. Like, um, 
again because his his mindset's completely changed. Yeah. So how's he got on with deadlifts now? Then is he? Uh... Yeah, don't don't be wrong. He's still shit. No, he's not really. No, he's. he's <laughs> um, like, like he's he's gone from like say pro, no repping and doing what doing well at other events to like he'll get he'll get some points now with with his with his deadlift on. Uh, like say for instance, like it, it'd have been resigned okay. to no repping two fifty at England's, whereas. I reckon he could get get two at that maybe by then, which would be phenomenal progress because he was like, like if he pulled two hundred for a single fucking five months at four five months ago, he'd be moaning about like, oh god, I'm not going to be able to. Oh my back's fucking sore. He's I think he's I think because of his shift pattern, he's deadlifted like, I think he's done four days in a row, actually, um, which which is, um. Quite quite heavy as well for for him as well, and uh, plenty of volume in there. And basically, he's he's he's, he's at this point where he's um, yeah, he's mentally he's fixed from it, like like massively. Um, but anyway, let's talk about something else. What did you, what did you want to talk about? Shane? So the original point we fucking didn't even talk about. We're supposed that, to speak about anthropometrics, weren't we? Oh yeah, we'll, we'll come, to, come to that in a moment. So to wrap up the thing that Shane started answering before we went off on a tangent about lockdown, I would say, right? <laughs> yeah. There's no point, it's an hour ago. There's no point wrapping it up. So, it's fucking long gone. So, so I don't even know what we said. So, so basically, if you've, you've been like training, if you, you've not been managing to train as normal during lockdown and haven't adapted, you haven't got your hand on kit and stuff. And you should buy the COVID ebook or do Josh's deadlift program. That is what you should do. But I'm thinking, um, like, say, if you're thinking you're going in two weeks' time, 25th of July, you're going to go into the. I know there's so many people out there who will go to the gym on 25th of July and go and fucking do like max deadlift to see where you're at. Like, like, be careful. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can see people. Oh well, I could fucking lift 260 before before lockdown. So, um, yeah, you're back though. Just get on Josh's deadlift program. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, what what would say if for people who are wanting to see where they're at inverted commas, um, I would say tra- aim aim at something like RPE base. Like, save a couple of good technical reps in the tank or one or two at least. Like, don't go fucking chasing a number that's what i'm saying like find a little rpe base like a couple of reps in the tank decent technique and then get some get some progression get some linear progression and then there's a second anyway fucking hell let's go back to um oh should we just fuck it off there shane i think we've uh, we've gone on a bit there haven't we i'll be honest with you i fucking was looking at a mouse again <laughs> that last two minutes <laughs> Uh, yeah, how long have we been on for? I'll talk about anthropometrics, I'll mind. Right. Cool. We've got to go, we've got to go. What time is no, it? We, don't, we don't have to go, we don't have to go. We're enjoying this one, aren't we, Shane? We're fucking... Right, I forgot on. I was on podcast, I was just having a chat with you about your deadlift programme, and then I was like, fucking, I'm on podcast, that <laughs> <laughs> Um. Right, so... Uh, a thing that I, I see quite a lot, lot on social media, and... Just people's attitude on gen- in general about they see a certain event, uh, like we talk about strongman, might see a certain event come up, and they they like people think they're predisposed to being good at a certain event or being bad at a certain event, and it pisses me off big time. Shane, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I just um, I'm messaging a client back. So I all right, it's all right. So, so as an example, people who use like height for an excuse why they're not good at stones, that's that's the thing that pisses me off. They're like, right, I'm I'm five foot, I'm five foot ten, uh, five nine or whatever. So the platform's up to my chest, like it's just too high. It's easier for him who's six six foot three. Like I can't, I can't. Well. Obviously, it might be easier for you for for the guy for the guy to. He might be more suited to learn, but <clears throat> like any anybody can get good can can get good at anything. Like if if you if you're willing to put in the work, in in my opinion. Um, what do you what do you think on on that, Shane? 
Yeah, so... You know what I'm getting at, don't you? Yeah, yeah, no, I think the only bad thing you can do about it is make a negative out of it. I mean, if you've got good leverages for deadlift, for example, just accept that, you know what I mean? Don't... Just, just know you've got the good leverages, make use of them, and um, yeah, and then, but know that that's going to come with obviously things you're going to have to work on extra as well. But don't see it as a negative, like, oh, my arms are really long, so I'm crap at overhead. Yeah, like, it's fucking it's bullshit, right? But like, I've seen it with, like, say, people like Curtis, for instance, who say, oh, yeah, well, he's, uh, oh, he's fucking got long arms, he's like built to deadlift. I've seen him fucking strip press a 150 log. Yeah, like, it works like, anymore. Like, yeah. like, so, so it should be. So, you're saying that pressing should be harder because his his arms are long. Why is he fucking savage at lifting over, stuff overhead as well? Yeah, because no. he rafts and works, doesn't it? <laughs> and uh, the thing that always baffles me is the one the one I see like all the time is the stones one. Like, I'm too small or whatever to, for yeah, the stones. Look, look at Hicksy loading to height over his head. What is he like? Five foot fuck all. Yeah, but even the height, it, the uh, the diameter of the stone as well being big. Because when you get up to like the one sixties, they get quite big. And if you've got if you're small, it's supposed to be really hard. And I, I'm one of my favorite events when I first started strongman was stones. I just, because the first time I touched a stone, I was good at it. And then naturally, my ego and everything. I just love doing stones. And uh, I, when I was eighty two or 81, when I used to walk around a little dweeb weight in like 2011, I loaded a 182 stone to 50 inches. Got a fucking video about me on YouTube, that's one of my favorite videos, the general filmed it, but um, it's in like a shitty container where we used to do stones. And uh, anyway, it was that that stone was like absolutely huge, but not one moment in my brain did I go, I'm too short. Like it didn't even cross my mind as a thought. And it wasn't until Facebook came out with all these groups and stuff that I even saw it a thing. Like. I just don't think it's an issue. Just get stronger at it. Like, you know, it's it's not an issue with the diameter of a stone. If you got, I got fucking midget arms. I'm tiny. Yeah, like say say look look at look at Hicksy loading loading to high platforms. Is is absolutely brilliant. And um, and for any anybody wanting to learn good technique or copy good technique for stones, like what watch watch Hicksy is um, is good. Like into Hicksy, he never once like brain has gone. Oh, it's fucking high platforms of shit in it. He just goes, I'll, I'll build some high platforms and train it. Like, he doesn't even yeah, know. Exactly. Or you, or, you won't, or you won't see him thinking, all oh, right, well, that's high. Let's uh, shoulder it and then press it up. Like, just le- learn how to fully extend and be explosive. And yeah, yeah. that's why first thing he got in there was that fucking stupid high stone platform, wasn't it? Because if anything, that's the thing that Hicks is very good at. It's very specific. If, any, if anything ever trips him up in a comp, I remember once, he, he, when he first went open, he was training frame all the time for this, uh, one of the Giants live comps. I think it was one of his first ones he did. And when he touched the Giants frame, it was about four inches each side wider. So it, was, it just felt completely different in his grip and he dropped it. And I remember he was so pissed off that the first thing he did when he got back was got a wide frame and was like I need to train wide frame and then just did it all the time yeah I suppose but going back to what we're saying is like people say oh yeah well he's suited suited to deadlift he's got got long arms um or or yeah it's easy for him because he's got long arms right look next time you go to the supermarket right look at all the people with fucking long arms right and I bet most of them are shit at deadlifting right (laughs) And uh, and same, same with people with short, like short. In your, you're in a nightclub. Look at all the people with fucking short arms. Who who could who, what like this fucking? And they have got like look look for people with short arms and ask them if if they're good at if they're good at bench or how much they bench. Like most of them will be will be shit. Like you, no, not most of them will be shit. But that's a. Um, not, I don't know, fucking, I can't get my point across. I take that back, what we're saying, but you, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You've got to put the work in. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, it well, it's exactly the same thing as, in fact, I was at the hairdressers today, right? Look at my fucking beautiful hair. Lovely. Class, isn't it? Um, and uh, so, someone, someone was said to me, someone was talking to me about gym, training, competing or whatever, and they were like, oh, yeah, do... Do uh, oh you do strongman do you oh do do, do people oh p- people aren't natural do that do they and people people uh, take steroids and stuff like that. and I was like 
yeah. And I said, and he's like, oh, so it's so it's um, uh, oh yeah, it's it's not fair. It's not it, it's not. And I'm like, well, it doesn't it doesn't automatically make you better. Make you better. Like I I say this to people all the time, right? You you could you can be strong you can be stronger than most people who take steroids. And I'm not saying um like people that we coach or whatever. I I mean like your general gym bros who take a load of fucking gear to look good on a, in Ibiza. Like like you just stick to a basic program and be consistent, and you, and you can be stronger than the, most of those people anyway. They get the yeah. people who you, you go into the general gym, general gym, and you look at them and they're massive and they're and uh, they might they might look good or whatever, but the <clears throat> the kind of um, I don't know, fucking, I've lost it, mate. I've I've, I've lost the plot. Have you got like fucking high through my mic? <laughs> I, honestly, I don't know what's going on. Shane, talk talk about it for about a minute. What do you think? Yeah, put wrap us up with uh, putting what are in the graft. It's the most. Oh, that about, was it. About drugs, people on drugs, wasn't it? No, 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 we're not talking about drugs again, mate. <laughs> <laughs> not talking about drugs. Um, what about uh, people with long arms or something? Yeah, you're fucking all dickheads. Just. Keep training and smart. <laughs> that is good advice. Just keep training all the time. Yeah, and uh, last thing, last thing to to end end up on on that topic is decide what you want to be better at, and just force progression. Find a way. There is yeah, whether all... you got short arms, long arms, whatever, just fucking do it. Yeah, like there's always a way that you can get better, and there's always a there's always a system or a or a way that can allow you to practice and acquire skill, improve your force production, blah 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 blah. There's always a way. Like sm- just because you've got small hands doesn't mean that you can't be a fucking grip god. Yeah, it fucking does. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll call it a day at that. Anyway, thank you. That that was amazing. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. Woo, woo, woo. See you, Josh. See you later, mate.